0: My heart, I feel like it took my heart out of my chest. Yeah. It, and then put it back. And I've just never been the same. I've never been the same. This is my second part of my interview with Jeannie Chang, your change provider who's a mental health therapist and who incorporates Korean dramas into her practice. We talk about a variety of things, including how her parents reacted to her. Using Korean dramas in her practice, to her podcast Nuna's Nunchi, as well as, as what it was like to grow up with parents who were Korean and Nigerian, and how it was that I didn't end up watching any Nollywood films growing up, and she didn't end up watching Korean dramas when she was growing up. We talk about her favorite Korean drama called Reply 1988. That was the year that the Summer Olympics were first going to be held in South Korea in Seoul. So it's a very important time in Korean history. But the drama itself, I highly recommend. My parents, when they heard about Nunas
1: Nunchi, you know, me doing all this stuff, they were not happy. They were like, why are you spending so much time watching K-dramas? It's a waste of time. My parents never watched K-dramas. Uh, Their first experience with K-dramas is this year. They were busy working and yeah. all about, you know, um, succeeding in, in America, right? Okay. And then my dad's a retired physician, so now he has more time. But yeah. no, they first of all, I didn't even watch TV growing up. They were yeah. like, you can't watch TV, you gotta study, right? No, K-dramas became my thing and it was an outlet. Something, I was like, what, this is fabulous. And you know what I'm talking about when you watch these K-dramas? These men are good looking or look at the fashion. Cause even back then it was all about what they're wearing and, and the makeup and jewelry. So, and that's obviously what it is today. But yeah, no, it was not from them. I think somebody in college showed it to me and I was like, w- w- what is this? Like what?
0: Korean that's, people are cool. That's so fascinating. Cause I was trying to remember like why didn't we watch Nollywood films? No, we didn't watch TV you're supposed to study, like you come home and you study. And like we- I've heard Nigerian
1: and Korean that we can relate.
0: It's like, we had no life. We're not watching Hollywood films. My parents were working and they were like, okay, it's summertime. So now we're going to get the extra summer books out.
1: They're like SAT prep. And, yeah. and and then you know, summer camp, and you're going to science camp, whatever.
0: Yeah, no, I never not watched watching Nollywood or K drama, any kind of dramas.
1: Remember, they didn't have Netflix back then or any of the streaming platforms. Now they're easily accessible as long as you have Wi Fi. And even then, I turn off my data if I'm somewhere and the Wi Fi doesn't work. I'll just like, Data, watch the Netflix because I have, I have unlimited data.
0: <laughs> Thank so God for
1: unlimited data <laughs> it's for my mental health, so I could watch. My K-dramas, whenever and wherever.
0: How did you decide to start your podcast? Nuna's Nunchi podcast. Tell us about that.
1: It also, it came from my work. I started bringing K-dramas and First of all, it's always been a part of my life. I always like to share this. It is my self-care. It is my way of relaxing. And because... I fully endorse it. Of course, I'm going to share about it with my clients because I try to practice what I preach, obviously, right? So if I'm going to say, hey, do this, I hope I'm doing it as well. Well, several years ago, it was 2018, I remember this. I talked about, I brought a K-drama for the first time into a therapy room. And it was probably 2017 or 2018, but it was, it was um, Asian American family, which I won't give too much details, but it was about the parent struggles with the child a teenager. And, you know, I I could tell totally it was all cultural, right? Teenager acting up because first of all, they're teenagers, but then they were, they were not feeling heard. And the parents were being, I would say the very typical Asian parent of going, no, you listen to me. No, you better study. No, you don't do this. We don't care what you want to do. You better be studying to be a doctor, you know? And, Mm -hmm. um, and then I just remember going, Hmm. Huh. you know do you watch k-dramas and and it was just a, a in the, and I'll be honest they weren't even Korean but I just felt like I needed to bring something in mm-hmm. to show them and yes the answer was yes especially the daughter and so I brought in and that's why it's really uh, very special to me Reply 1988 that's why it's super important to me that k-drama because I'm like um oh because I looked at the girl first. I go hey did you see Reply 1988 do you know Tuk and she was like Yes, she's my favorite. I go, yeah, yeah. So I need you to watch these couple episodes and I forget which episodes I recommended, but I wanted her to look at Tuxon and the dynamic with her parents because Tuxon wasn't the best student.
0: Right, she was a terrible student. Was, <laughs> wow. Yeah,
1: I was trying to be nice about it, but yeah, she was a poor student, but she had other stuff going for her. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I so know. I was trying to get to a point with the parents and the parents were like, yeah, we watched some dramas, but we don't really have time. But I said, I need you to watch this together. So it was like, I, I assigned a homework assignment and I asked, I think we only started one episode and eventually I said, I I need you to watch the whole series. That's how it started. And I kid you not. I mean, they would come and go, okay. So we watched our homework assignment. Okay. So we could can we talk about this one scene when they fought? It was, it became, it became talking about the K drama, but then me incorporating therapy into that to be like, okay, so then tell me how it looks like at home. What did you get out of the talk? Someone was yelling at her mom or, you know what I mean? An example of that. And they were like, yeah, I, I see what you mean. And the. There was so much more understanding because in a K drama, you see how the mom reacts and how the right. daughter reacts. But in real life, you don't see how a mom reacts behind the scenes. You're just seeing your mom yell at you, and, and you're right. like, "Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, my mom makes me feel terrible." And then you go, and then behind the closed doors, you don't know your mom's crying. And then Mister Sunshine, which was uh, which was a 2018 drama. I remember I was going through a difficult time in the sense of work related stuff not even my mental health practice but I watched Mr. Sunshine it's an intense drama but for me it was like a great form of escape and delving into a historical time that I really didn't know about and obviously it's not always accurate but it was still historical period um, during that time so anyways I recommended it for several people who were looking to distract themselves because they were slightly depressed and I shared you know I recommend Mr. Sunshine, and and it fitted them because I I don't I don't want to bring it in if it doesn't make any sense to the person who's talking. But they were like, oh really? I never saw that. I go, I saw that. They said, you see it on Netflix. I go, I highly recommend you watch it. In fact, I would. Uh, I go, I'm never going to push homework because I try to do that as service. I'm not going to make you do something, but I highly recommend it. We could talk about it. And sure enough, the the, the couple watched it and. I mean, to this day, it's like probably life-changing for them. And it's, you know? again, they're all different cases. It's all about, it's all related to emotions and also that dynamic of family and culture. Cause you know, family's not easy. And then we're talking Nigerian family or Asian family and you're talking culture. So seeing and watching a K-drama and just seeing the different emotions out there and realizing parents are human and then seeing it in a K-drama helps
0: that was like you have a list of prescriptions like you know your k-drama list like oh depression okay Mr. yeah okay. I do nostalgic mm-hmm. long longing okay reply <laughs> 1988
1: no and then my mister which I talk about that a lot because it's de- it's a little bit depressing but depressing. I actually tell people to watch it when they're struggling with anxiety actually because, you know, cause it's like weird to be having a you're watching it, it's kind of on the darker, like kind of on the morose side. And you're like, what am I watching? It's, it's a little distraction, dark. but then you're seeing growth and you're seeing character development. And honestly, by the end of it, I really believe their anxiety is being managed by watching hope on the screen of a morose girl that you think has no hope, but then she turns out to be just having just a lovely story surrounding her. And then the guy. That changed her life. And then this guy also is changed by her. Anyways, the whole point is it's, I, I recommend to manage anxiety. A couple of folks have resisted it. Some of my clients were like, Jeannie, I don't know about that because it makes me, I I go, no, 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 You don't just watch something and it clicks you that I I need you to delve deep. First of all, therapy is hard. I say that I go therapy. You don't go to therapy and go, Hey, it's easy. Go lucky. I'm going to talk about my problems. I'm going to expect you to work on things. Right? (laughs) So my way of saying that is there. Think of therapy as difficult but watching this, first of all, it's a K-drama, so it's just a drama, but wa- I want you to watch this and just watch the development, feel the emotions, see the story and the kindness and generosity of these of this particular character or just the love between the brothers, all of that to help you manage your anxiety. Why
0: 1988? I just watched it. That's so good. My heart. I feel like it took my heart out of my chest. Yeah, it and then put it back. And I've just never been the same. I've never been the same. You will never be the same if you watch Planning No,
1: you, you won't. It's, it's nostalgic. It's um, there's so it's many, beautiful. Of, right? I mean, so much family goodness, but family realness. But then yeah. friendships. I mean, it's called the slice of life, right? Showing you relatability <laughs> of life and yeah. friendship and tucks I do relate to her a, a lot you know mm-hmm. and I, I think in the sense of just her she has charisma but yeah maybe she wasn't the the smartest of the bunch but she had other things that it's not all about the smarts right remember that scene where she helped the class president yeah who was that's that one that? of my favorites
0: yeah, yeah where the
1: teacher you know pulled her out to help and then the mom thanked her because she changed a class president's life basically
0: yeah, yeah. you don't
1: need um academic a pluses to do what i would say show character
0: right, or right kindness
1: or maturity
0: and how she also took care of um tech uh, the the guy who was the go badic player mm-hmm. um, yeah she was really good about taking care of him understanding him mm-hmm. seeing what he needed. From- i was shocked when they were talking about menopause i was like right have ever seen a show like not just mention menopause, like a oh, hot flashes, hot, but like delve into like, I am going through the changes yeah. and I need to step up and like guys in the family like, okay, mom, like figure this out. Yeah, mom, like, mom's
1: going through this. And then the, and the husband being very helpful. Remember that one yeah. when she was depressed? That's legit folks. Cause menopause is, it's, it's, real. A it's, it's a big deal. Your hormones. I have seen a lot of depressed menopausal women. Mm. Yeah, cause it's a part of life. And then I've also seen anxiousness too come out of that. So, but I think depression is a little bit more of the, the main mood. So okay. I think it's very accurate what they show. And I love that they brought that up. It's a it's real life
0: beautiful.
1: stage of life for women.
0: So I don't even think that Reply 1988 would, could be considered a slice of, slice of life drama. I feel like it's like the whole cake in a sense mm. that like you see parents' perspectives raising children what That's happens if you have a child like bora who's like makes every who scares everybody who like does things her own way but is really brilliant and is like hard to love and you have this other sweet little daughter and you have this son right and like yeah. and like you have like and but you also see how children these teenage teenagers who are like look 30 years old 25 to 30 whatever but they're yeah. teenagers trying to figure out life grow growing up like I don't know what I want to do with my life. Like I'm in high school and I have to go to college, but I don't know what I want to study. And like, yeah, and that's so true. Like, well, it isn't for me, that's not the path. I am going to become wealthy because I'm this genius at this one thing and it makes my family a lot of money. So um, yeah. and I'm like looking at people who are in your age cohort going to school and doing all that regular traditional thing. Like it's that whole FOMO thing that so many of us experience in different ways in our own lives, you know? So. I mean, it's, it's. I'm so glad
1: you watched it. I'm so glad you love it. No, it, it, what I love also about that drama is that you see everyone's perspectives. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like neighborhood, I mean, sorry, parents, the kids and the, the kids dynamics. And then, and my, uh, actually it's an upcoming deep dive on uh, an underrated character. Who do you think is an underrated character in that show?
0: Underrated?
1: Kind of like not really seen, but you know, he's there. oh, I just gave it away.
0: I mean, if you're gonna say it like that, I would say um, the little, the littlest brother, Bora and Duk-sun's little brother. Oh, that's funny. You know. no, yeah, like- him
1: too. Actually, yeah, him too. But no, I was thinking Chung um, Huan's older brother. Oh my gosh, that guy was hilarious. Really? You think he's like underrated? Underrated as in he didn't get the credit he deserved as being one of the main characters. He wasn't. He was kind of like a side character, but I do a whole deep dive on him. He was
0: amazing. Just being bad at school, trying, like, I didn't even understand, like from my own perspective, like, how can you be parents to have this child who's like not getting into law school? How are you letting him just live with you not have a job and just like try year after year after year after year, six years trying to go to school. I'd be like, no, you got to get a job. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but you know, at the end it worked out completely for him. Yeah. It turns out to be super successful. Yeah. Like the most successful person in the neighborhood. That's why I did a deep dive
1: on that just to show you can change your trajectory by a choice you know
0: yeah. then, whatever he did he threw his heart into whether it was making a thousand cranes or like eating all the cheetos so that he could get the free cheeto bag like no and diligent. then
1: so I love that character obviously I loved all of them but he mm-hmm. he I did a deep dive on him but yeah is that a good show I I will watch it's on
0: Vicky still once it goes off Netflix but I will still watch it sometimes for a pick me up well the last episode just killed me I, I feel like i want to watch it again but i'm not ready yet because it's like seeing the end you know they show yeah. us glimpses of them in the future it's like seeing the neighborhood that they all grew up in because also in a way destroyed this neighborhood this alley that's right all lived and seeing it, how yeah. it physically goes into decay and then eventually they say it like turns into like some shopping center or yeah something.
1: that i thought was a little sad to see that i was like you know but that's also that's real that's what happens yeah. yeah you can never go home
0: yeah that's real life yeah. But hold on to those memories. Right. Cause they're I'm so glad you saw it. We could talk more about yeah. <laughs> I don't want to take up all of your time today. I don't have any other more questions, any other questions for you, Jeannie. Um, tell us where we can find you and like, tell us more about like your socials and all that fun stuff. Sure.
1: Yeah. Nuno's Nunchi on Instagram. That's my uh, the K drama side of it, and and then I have your change provider. That's actually my clinical practice. But you can oh, see you me can. on there, of course, LinkedIn as Jeannie Chang. But yeah, Instagram is fun, and that's how I met. I Dr. Chi, sharing with your audience um, in Clubhouse on Clubhouse, mm-hmm. talking about K dramas. Yeah. So the rest is history.
0: <laughs> and we will take over the world. <laughs> we will take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for getting woke with me today. I hope that you enjoyed the show. And if you did, please like and subscribe. Be sure to share this episode with your friends, your lovers, your enemies, your frenemies, and anybody else you think might be interested. I hope that you have a wonderful week and take care.